and then you pull it down, pull it to the side, loop it over here, and then that is Whoa, that was some you kind of magic. Welcome to Talk the Line. I'm Jen Long. This season, we're talking to artists about their passions during lockdown. And on this episode, I'm joined by endearing English singer, songwriter, author, and vlogger, Dodie. Hey, Dodie. Hello. How are you? Oh, oh, I'm good, thank you. Welcome to Talk the Line. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Cool. Cheers. We're going to be talking about knitting today. Yes, we are. I wish I could like take this computer around and show you. I've got I've actually got like a knitting drawer right there, just full of scraps. <laughs> it's been so weird doing these like podcast records over Zoom because we're all so used to doing video calls now. Like so much is always show and tell. And I like get really involved and I'm like, oh yeah, go and get that thing. And then I'm like, oh, this is a podcast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's not like I can I can just describe it to you. For all anyone else knows, I could be showing you my like jumpers and jumpers, like all of my projects. I guess to start, just like, how has lockdown been for you? Like, what were you up to when everything kind of kicked off last March? And like, how have you found it? I think I've probably followed a very similar trajectory to everyone else. Like, the first lockdown for me was, like, incredibly productive and almost healthy. I wrote loads of songs. I started a project where I um, wrote as many songs as I could in April and then again in August. Um, and ended up finishing an album because of it, like making it this like huge album full of songs. Yeah, I was doing so much knitting. I was just feeling very productive, but like by taking a kind of break that I think was very, very well needed. And then obviously as it started to get colder and darker and COVID cases got worse again and, and then there wasn't really an end in sight, I've sort of just given up this time. Certainly like since like November up until February. Oh God, that's too long to be in limbo, isn't it? That's too long to be on hold. I've just sort of been on hold, <laughs> just definitely like not really been the best at looking after myself as I was last year. But it's it's a it's hard times like I can't blame myself for it I think I just have to like go through whatever this is <laughs> but the first one was so great so great the first one was okay because it came with the weather we all went into lockdown and then the weather all just became amazing so you're like well I, I yeah I, can, I only go out once a day but at least like the weather's nice and then we could like hang out outside and stuff whereas I feel like the November lockdown was such a tease because it was like oh you're just going to be locked down for like one month and then it, it'll be fine and then it was like one month and then it was like oh, oh it's not fine you're still locked down and then you're locked down it some was... more and then you're locked down even more and it's, like, oh. it's so bad that's like the worst way to exist to just have like a deadline but like just out of reach like all the time terrible you're so right like the summer like going for walks was such a blessing it was beautiful I feel like I was finally appreciating like my area and now oh my god it's freezing it's so cold especially right now I just nipped to the shop to get some oat milk and I was like <laughs> like <laughs> running through like pissy snow it was so horrible <laughs> not not ideal weather for a lockdown <laughs> but this is ideal weather to have spent all lockdown knitting Damn right. I really have gotten so much better. Would you like to see some of my projects? Let's start by talking about when you first got into knitting and mm -hmm. maybe that was before lockdown even and like how you've kind of delved into it even deeper during lockdown. Let's start and then we'll like bring out the good stuff. 
Yeah, great. I actually started knitting just before this whole pandemic thing when I was on tour because obviously you spend a lot of time. It was, it was almost kind of similar, actually, except for that added bonus of, you know, playing a show every night and being with your friends constantly and feeling fulfilled and happy and traveling. Um, but you do spend a lot of time inside just waiting around. So I thought it was a great time to pick up knitting again. Um, I learned knitting from my auntie. She taught me when I was a teenager. So I was that really weird kid knitting on school trips. I never really did anything bigger than like, I could knit a lot of cupcakes, like stuffed cupcakes and like kittens and hand warmers that kind of thing and then left it for a while and then yeah picked it up for tour and tried to make a jumper and I did and it looked very bad <laughs> and then in um, lockdown I was like well more sitting around more knitting around so tried again and actually made something quite nice looking and yeah it's been a nice activity so it's the nice looking thing you tweeted a picture of yourself kind of twirling around in a jumper that was like a cropped jumper of different light stripy colors it looked really cool is that the nice thing that is the nice thing yes <laughs> it was so fun I just bought a, a heck ton of yarn like a huge bag and I was like god it, yarn is expensive as well like if you're not committing then you've you've spent quite a lot of money but I'm really glad it turned out great I actually did it slightly wrong and knitted I like patched it together upside down but I think it turned out better I think I don't know <laughs> Nice. yes i tell you what i'll give you i'll show you my tour jumper as well so you can see how much i've improved yes all right and i'll like try and narrate descriptions so that anyone listening can understand Brilliant. what we're what we're looking at i also have like, so much more that i could show you okay so this was the one i made on tour and i don't know what happened to the neck but it just wow. went so wrong Okay, so it's like a thick woolen green jumper with two big stripes that are kind of like multicolored, different kind of shades of green running through it. And then the, the neck of the jumper it doesn't, it's sort of like fallen apart. <laughs> it, it, it just looks wrong. Like, it just doesn't look quite like a neck of a jumper. What happened was this, the neck was really long, so I folded it over and knitted it back. So now it's quite a thick neck. It just looks a bit weird, <laughs> a bit weird, and it smells really odd. I think because I just like took it around every venue. It but does not like really remind like me. a good festival jumper. Like it would be like a good jumper to wear in like a field in the summer when you're kind of like a little bit grubby. Yeah, here I'll put it on, and you can see. Yeah, what I mean, it, it just looks. Also, I'm not really sure like where the back is. Oh my god! Actually, it's not that bad. No, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I think it looks, it looks good. Cute on camera. Cozy. It looks cozy. Oh my god. Okay, it's not it's not too bad. It's yeah. not too bad. I also yeah, I stitched it up so badly there are sort of like holes everywhere. Um but this was the this was the one that I certainly improved it, I think. Okay. Um it's just more slouchy mm. and cute. Looks, that's a nice like I don't know what the term is. You're gonna have to tell me, but it's got a big stitch to it. It looks like chunky, it's got a really nice wide neck. It's cream, then green, then dark green, then cream. It's a nice variation. The sleeves are matching. Like it's it. That's a that's strong. That's that's a strong effort. Thank you. Yeah, definitely chunky. So you knit the like some part of the sleeves with smaller needles, Ooh. and so when you get to the main bulk of it, you switch to bigger needles, so it's a little more loose. Like the stitches are yeah a bit bigger, so it kind of like hangs hangs off you. Okay. And what like how do you I have so many questions. 
first thing, like what are, are there like different stitches that you can do? Are there like different techniques of knitting that because that looks like it's like a really like intricate process. It's not tightly knitted. It's like it's, it looks looser. It looks like it could kind of like move about a bit. What technique have you used there? God, pretty much the easiest one. There are different stitches you can do. So in here, I think there are, yeah, there are only like two types. So this is ribbing, rib stitch. You can't really see. Um, but basically what you do is you alternate a knit and a purl stitch. So purling is kind of like knitting backwards. So you knit normally. And then usually if you're doing stockinette stitch, which is this neat kind of one, when you turn your work around, you're knitting backwards because it's like the front and then the back. So con to continue it all being the same stitch, then when you're knitting backwards, you have to knit backwards. It's really confusing. But this is just a very plain stitch, which is stockinette stitch or stocking stitch, where you knit purl. Um, right, so what's purl? Yeah, purling is knitting backwards. So like usually, oh my God, it's so I can't even describe it. Not knitting backwards as in like doing the other side of the neck, like knitting backwards across what you've already knitted. So like, you know, when you read, this isn't entirely right, but say you're reading something and you're just going like from left to right, left to right, left to right. When you knit, you read like left to right and then you have to turn your work around. But by doing that, you've made the whole thing backwards. So then you have to read right to left and then you turn it around, left to right, turn it around, right to left. Do you know what I mean? Kind of. <laughs> yes. You can only stitch in one direction. Yes. Yes. I think so. Yes. Okay, cool. And so then, like, purling is just going in one direction, then the other direction. Well, uh, oh, my God. I don't... I honestly do not know how to describe this. I'm not even, like, a very good knitter. I'm just a knitter. Oh, man. How do I describe this? When you knit... Okay, it's like knots. When you knit, you make, like, the correct knot. When you purl, you make a backwards knot. So, like, what you can do... Like, and, like, one whole row, which is, like the width of this is made up as you can see of loads of knit loads of knits and then when you turn it around it's backwards so these are the pearls so these are made up of loads of pearls and then if you want to do rib stitch when you're doing a row you can knit a stitch and then purl a stitch and knit a stitch and purl a knit a stitch if you want to get this like stretchy bit then you like knit purl knit purl knit purl and then it like turns into ribbing Ugh, i wish i could show you Got it. Oh, so that's good for like like things that do need to have like a bit more stretch in them, like the sleeves, yes. collar, like. As you can see, so like in this ribbing bit on this jumper, is this inside out? Yes, this is inside out. Um, yeah, you can see like one knit stitch, one purl stitch, which makes it like stretchy. So it has like, like ribbed lines just for like yeah. those who are listening to and the podcast. Everyone must be like, what are they talking about? And knitters will be like, yeah, duh. Non-knitters would be like, what? <laughs> what? And then, so yeah, it's like ribbing and then stuck a nice stitch here. Yeah. There and then go. how do you get these colours? How do you change colour? And how do you make the colour, the lines on the sleeve match up with the lines on the body? Wow, I guess, I don't know if I actually did that. Oh, I did do that. Well, I followed a pattern. It's really not, <laughs> I'm not very clever. You sort of just have to like weave it in. So what is a knitting pattern and like how does one follow it? It's basically like instructions. It's like a IKEA booklet, like a manual. And it just says like how many stitches you need to cast on 10 stitches and then 
pile for this many or whatever. I mean, that would look weird. Um, and then it's like, continue in ribbing for the next four rows, <laughs> like that kind of thing. It's literally just like a manual. It just tells you exactly what to do. And I usually follow them. And then I also use a little bit of my intuition, which can sometimes work very well. And sometimes I should just stick to the damn pattern because I don't know better. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm the sort of person who gets an Ikea flat pack and then just puts it up and then afterwards only looks at the instructions when there's like one <gasps> three left at the end and I'm like Where did oh that my go? god <laughs> yeah I yeah it's a very similar thing like you'll be like oh, I can just use my mind like I'm sure it doesn't matter which way up we put this in and then like you'll get 10 inst like 10 lines later and it's actually very very important that you put it in right and you didn't <laughs> um but yeah I also I followed a pattern I knitted um the letters to my album title as a way to like promote the fact that I was releasing one and I spelled it out build a problem and I also bought like an alphabet knitting pattern it was actually to like make baby like wall hanging things for like a newborn to be like you know as like a birth present a birth present is that what you call it I don't know so I kind of like made my own and changed it up I saw the video that you posted of you like knitting one of the letters while you were like talking on the video and that I think uh -huh. that was when the colors thing like blew my mind because I was like <laughs> Ah, oh, R oh must be such a letter to do. Yes, honestly, yes. Like the symmetrical ones were so easy, but then when it be when it became yeah, something like R oh, was so difficult because obviously when you're turning it around, the pattern you're suddenly reading from a different way again. It's just so confusing, and I messed up so many times. But because they're so small, kind of, you can sort of like when you're knitting, if you've messed up on a row before, you can kind of like haphazardly like hook it together and like hopefully make it work they're all so like botched but it's right. quite cute they they're look like so neat in the front and then on the back it's just like <laughs> like you can see the mess the panic <laughs> say, like in your album announcement video when you have them all hanging behind you like quite far away on the wall and you're like yeah. we're gonna be given away as prizes <laughs> and like are people gonna get these in the post and just be like Jesus. there's like all sorts there's like strands on my hair like knitted in <laughs> gross yeah definitely like they look so good far away and then if only you knew like the sort of like makeshift i had to yeah so you're not gonna like re-knit them for, for the purposes of prize holder prize holder. <laughs> absolutely not absolutely not it took so long <laughs> definitely not casting on you mentioned that before <laughs> that's like is that <laughs> starting is that like was that starting a new row so casting as when you begin you essentially damn i wish i had okay mm. i've got some yarn and maybe i can use a pencil a highlighter okay so for everyone um, everyone listening to the podcast that's, okay so that's a thick piece of yarn as well there's a very thick piece of yarn yes maybe it's best because then you can see what i'm doing so you kind of hold it in one hand uh -huh. in a sort of v-shape so you stretch it out in your fingers, in your forefinger and thumb. Then you put your needle through it like that. And then you pull it down, pull it to the side, loop it over here. And then that is... Whoa! That was... Some you kind of magic. Ooh. That was smooth. That was very smooth. That's like three different knots in one. Like you yeah, just, kind of. like it was simple. But watching your hands move there, it's complicated. <laughs> it honestly isn't like you know when you're like a kid and you're tying like did you ever do scooby-doos no. like that kind of thing no 
It's like you had these like plastic wires and then you'd like tie them in knots and it would make like a sort of tubey key ring. I don't even know what you'd do with them, but I used to love it. I don't know. I guess I've always loved like fiddling and like doing stuff. Yeah. So you just sort of like loop it in here then you loop it in here and then it just ties a knot. So now on my needle, I have five stitches Ta -da! and then you, you sort of like continue for however many you need and then you start. Another question. When Yes. you make a jumper, how do you do the arms? Like, do you do the arms separately and then stitch them on? Or do you literally I do. Okay, <laughs> if cool. you're very smart and you have, and you're very good at knitting in the round, which I am not, you can pick it up, like you can pick up stitches, which means like putting your needle in what you've already made and then just like knitting from it. I can't be asked to do that. So I enjoy knitting separate panels, kind of like if you're like, If you sew, then you like sew all your panels together. So I knit like the different pa panels and then I crochet them together to like form a jumper. <laughs> yes. When you say knitting in the round, it just makes me think of, of like a musician sat in the middle of like the roundhouse or something like that on a stage surrounded by people just knitting in the round. It's not that though, is it? Oh, <laughs> wow, that'd be so cool. Well, kind of. That was me on tour. Everyone's like, what are you doing? Surrounding me. I'm like, oh, I'm just knitting. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because I say it like I did it in school and I was the weird one, but I probably loved it. I loved it. I definitely loved people being like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm from Essex. What, what are you doing? Are you knitting? And I'd be like, yeah. No, but what <laughs> Just... is knitting in the round? Knitting in the round. So you have like circular needles, these needles with like wire, a wire attached from one to the other, which means you can kind of start knitting and then instead of turning your work around, you sort of just like knit forever in a loop. But I'm really bad at it. It makes like a lot of gaps in your work if you're bad at it. Also, I don't knit continentally. There's so much to this knitting world. <laughs> Continental knitting is when you knit in the with your yarn in the left hand. Wow, I know so much about this. I didn't even know. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I sound like a professional. People are always like, do you have a hobby? And I'm like, no, I don't know anything at all. But I know loads about knitting. <laughs> Aside from it being like a, a great way of announcing your album, aside from the cynical marketing promotions, like what is it about knitting that you've really loved during lockdown? Have you found it cathartic or escapist? Has it been relaxing? Is it just nice to produce something at this time when we're all so stifled? Yeah, I think firstly, it's like a productive way to spend your time. A lot of lockdown is spent just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And like, you know, TikTok is fun as hell, like such a fun place to be. But Christ, does it suck away time? And at the end of it, you have you all you feel is like <laughs> spacey. Whereas when you're knitting, like it's very physical. It's like so fidgety. And I can kind of do it while doing other things like watching something else or, or listening to a friend chat. It's just like, I think if I wasn't doing that with my hands, I'd be eating or like fiddling or somehow. But when you're knitting, like, I don't know, it also makes you feel so fulfilled to like have a physical reputation of like a time passing to be like, I've been, you know, just fiddling. And now I have a pair of mittens, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, I also made knit mitten. I'll show you my mitten. Okay. They're like, they're proper like traditional mittens. They're kind of, I mean, I can't tell the colour from here. I'm going to guess they're like green, grey. Yes. They like look olive. Like, there's no fingers. The, the fingers are all in one mitt. Yes. So they're that... just, mm. just mounds mm. of yarn. <laughs> Have you tried fingers before? 
Yeah, I made I made fingerless gloves when I was a teen. I thought it was Tried doing the actual really fingers, cool. though. I feel like that would be really Oh fun. no, I could have done that, but like, I can't be asked. <laughs> you know, I'm like these these were finished so quick. Well, kind of like a day. I, I think if I wanted to do something like really intricate, I wouldn't make fingerless gloves. You know, <laughs> I'd make socks. But socks are really hard. You have to do something called turning the heel, which I just can't be asked to learn. Yeah, I know a lot about knitting, but. I, it's kind of like the way I treat music like I know enough to like do what I'm happy with and like to make what I want to make and now I can't be asked to learn anything else <laughs> how do you decide what you're gonna knit like how do you decide what you're gonna make next I don't know just what I fancy really the mittens were useful because my hands were getting cold walking outside and I don't need my like fingers for anything currently because all I'm doing when I'm walking is going for walks so I don't need to like whip out my hands or anything so I was like I know I'll just make some mittens easy just some things because I would like ball them into my sleeves and I was like oh knit some mittens also the yarn matches a hat I have and I thought that was pretty cool I think next I'm going to try making some slippers or like some easy socks like just a big tube that I can put on my feet because it's easy and it won't take too long <laughs> kind of like these but for feet <laughs> And have you made any presents? Have you like have you ventured into the uh the world of knitted gifts yet? Yes, definitely. In fact, it's like such a novelty. I made my friend I made my friends, Rosianna and Bliss, I made them a bunny. Rosianna's bunny was way better than Bliss's. I'm so sorry, Bliss. Because obviously you spend quite a lot of time doing it, like at least a day of like knitting and making and crafting. It's a great gift. And and like especially if you spritz with a bit of perfume, it's like, wow, it smells like Dodie. <laughs> cute, eh? Yeah. So cute. When yeah, I've made cupcakes, cats and bunnies. Oh, wow. Mm. When you make these things, are you like thinking of the person and thinking, I know what they'd really like? Or are you like, I want to make that. Who can I give it to? <laughs> <laughs> no definitely definitely I mean like I wouldn't spend because knitting like it does take some time so like I wouldn't just like make it off the fly if I didn't have a purpose for it but like Rosianna kept sending me um videos and pictures of bunnies in the first lockdown so I was like I'll make her her own bunny is there anything that I've missed that's integral to your knitting experience I don't I don't know <laughs> I don't think so I think we've sort of covered it all. I've shown you pretty much everything, apart from my letters, but you can see them online. <laughs> yeah, they're all over the internet. And yeah, I guess then if I decided that I wanted to start knitting tomorrow, like what would be my mm -hmm. first step? Honestly, YouTube tutorials are a godsend. There's also like a million middle-aged women who make knitting videos that are actually really good <laughs> online. So thank you, YouTube. But probably just like picking up a pair of good size needles. I would say like maybe a size 10 and some sort of chunky yarn to get started. Don't start with something small. Start like slightly chunky so you can see what you're doing. And yeah, maybe I think you can actually make fingerless gloves um, that are basically just like a rectangle that you just fold in half and then sew up a bit so you can stick your thumbs through. And then, so all you have to do is learn how to knit a rectangle and you are good to go. All right. Thank you so much for talking to me about knitting. So welcome. I hope you learned so much. Dodie's new album, Build a Problem, is out May 7th. Original music by Bright Light, Bright Light. 
produced by All Bridgewater. Thanks for listening. See you next time.